0: The following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by Akaicon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to Akaicon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets.
1: The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have.
2: Papa scroll the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And. Yes, Samurai Duray Maddox.
3: And. Close Jr. And.
0: Scion no from the Toonami Show Rundown.
4: Boo! Mm, get off our podcast! Oh my me! You won't Okay, I, wanna, I wanna want a clean fight. I'd love it. Nothing oh, under I the belt. Would, I bet you would, sweetie.
0: <laughs> In this corner. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Steven good, said I
0: get $5 man. if I win. $5? $5?
2: That's all you got?
0: <laughs> Steven.
2: He lied to you.
0: Damn. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but he's only going to give me 3 Oh,
4: this is going to be a fun episode I can see now
2: cheap ass yeah not fun for you we're gonna lubricate you with tears tonight boy
4: it must (laughs) be a special night then Mm.
2: (laughs) i know it's my return out to so many miss podcasts
4: yeah i know let's get the whip out (laughs) it hasn't
1: been that many i think you were you weren't on the last one but i'm pretty sure you were on the one before that he was it just feels like a long time because every moment away from you, bay is just excruciating.
4: Wait, 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 wait. Did you, the F- story? Did you use the F word? What? Did you use the feels word?
2: N- no. Feelings. In the <laughs> context.
4: Alright, so, welcome guys to another episode. Um, first of all, I've, I've kind of adjusted the levels of stuff, so if something's not loud enough, please let us know. If something's too loud... Let us know, too, in the chat, because that's the only way we're going to be able to uh, know if we're doing this right or not.
2: So You're doing it wrong already. Probably. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're live once again. Uh, you know, it just seems like this is at least the most convenient day if you want to have myself, Paul, and Darrell on at the same time. Otherwise, you're only going to get two of us at most.
2: Right. i'm sorry people but life has been happening for me right now so
1: and i love you all
2: i hate paul but you
4: know. <laughs> that's a given already though yeah. that means that you love me and you want to have my kids i get it it's fine
2: no i want you to have all my
4: kids
0: <laughs> well oh, man i don't want to see what the kids look like
4: oh yeah. they're gonna look <laughs> better than paul
0: so, mm. probably
2: probably
4: <laughs> um mm. so yeah <laughs> lovely my train of thought asshole
2: (laughs) (laughs) congratulations
4: Uh, we're
1: off to a rip-roaring start
4: yes we are uh what i was gonna say though is we may kind of mix it up and still do like pre-recorded podcasts. it just depends on like if if jim can do something one week and we can't he can't record on a friday we may try to do that but other than that you know yeah
1: That's uh, the drawback here, even though you can get myself, Paul, and Darrell all at the same time, Jim, Jen, and even CJ are never really available on Friday nights, so to mix things up, we're probably going to have to record on different days, but for now, we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah, we had to set up a Scion tonight.
1: (laughs) You're our shining bronze medal.
2: Wait, what show did you come from?
0: Uh, oh, man. Don't treat me like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, that was, from, from the, the show Toonami rundown. Show
0: Rundown. That was supposed to the be The second plug. biggest to-
2: You're supposed to plug.
0: Oh, 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 Damn hi, man. yeah. I'm from the Toonami Show Rundown. The best Toonami Toonami podcast. Like, I mean, oh, The second past. best. You oh.
2: blew
4: it, buddy. Blew
0: it. Oh, man.
4: You're live on the air and you blew it.
0: Second best, oh, man. Huh? Second best. Maybe first, depending on the day. Only on Tuesdays.
2: Ah. Dude, the podcast is not having a period, okay? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's just get into the Uh, podcast already.
1: (laughs) That's highly advisable.
2: Yes. Before the rail goes into more tirades and debauchery, as always. Uh,
1: Later in the show, we're going to read some emails. And also, we have some questions on Tumblr, which... I'm sure we'll be uh, very entertaining to answer.
2: <laughs> yes, you're about to get abused, people, that they're dumb. Oh, they they were entertaining, but let's uh,
4: let's get into our first recap, shall we?
1: Yes, and that means it's time to recap One Punch Man.
4: One punch.
2: One punch.
1: One Punch Man, Episode 3, The Obsessive Scientist Armored Gorilla tells Saitama and Genos about Dr. Genus, a brilliant young scientist with ideas of artificially evolving humans who became disillusioned with the world, eventually discovering the secret to immortality and creating multiple clones of himself. Saitama gets frustrated with the long story, so Gorilla explains that Dr. Genus wants Saitama for his experiments. Saitama tells Genos that they should get going because there is a mega-sale the next day and he doesn't want to miss it. Genos is taken aback by this statement. Before they leave, Genos asks the Gorilla if he knows of any other cyborgs from the House of Evolution that were active four years ago but Armored gorilla says that there are no other cyborgs that he is aware of. Saitama and Genos run to the facility. Once they arrive, Genos promptly incinerates it. They enter a hatch that leads underground. Dr. Genus reluctantly releases his most powerful and unstable creation, Carnage Kabuto. Kabuto knocks out Genus and asks Saitama to join him in the training room. Genos returns to fight Karnish Kabuto, as he isn't quite incapacitated yet, but the creature easily defeats him without getting a scratch. Saitama enters the fight, and Karnish Kabuto can sense his power, so he recoils in fear. Saitama reveals to Genos, Dr. Genus, and Karnish Kabuto, how he became as strong as he is by following his somewhat mundane daily training regimen, Of three meals a day, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10-kilometer run, and never using the air conditioning. They all think that he's full of shit, but he's entirely sincere. Carnage Kabuto, enraged, enters his carnage mode and tells Saitama that he'll be on Rampage from now until next Saturday. It seems like Carnage Kabuto might have the upper hand here as he's pummeling Saitama mercilessly, until Saitama realizes that he has made a critical error, and one punch Carnage Kabuto into smithereens, declaring the mega sale is actually today. Genos reassures Saitama that the store will still be open for a while, so they promptly leave. In utter shock, Dr. Genus states that he will abandon his plans of artificial evolution. Now, after the credits, officials from the Hero Association inspect the House of Evolution's last site and discuss Genos' destructive power. So, yeah, not even a problem with that fight. He just had his mind on other things.
2: Yeah, he got distracted, man. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we got a super sale going on, man.
1: Doesn't want to miss a good deal.
2: Hey, I'm with him. When the liquor store has a sale, dude, I'm there.
1: Honestly, where does he get money? He doesn't really have a job. (laughs) Yet he has an apartment, and he seems to have money for food and stuff.
2: Dude, maybe he's stripping on the side, dude. Is is he a
4: part of the Hero Association?
3: Not yet.
1: The, Jesus
3: Christ. No, he's he's, <laughs> he's not a part he of the Hero
4: Association. I
1: don't I don't uh, know. I guess it's just one of those plot holes.
4: Wait, 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 wait. He's got a Patreon. I got it.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it <that laughs> might be Patreon. that
2: might be true. A Patreon. Hey, it works.
1: Hmm. People to are Mike saying that you think. need to turn your mic up, Paul. That's interesting.
4: Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> okay.
1: Talking to the mic, Paul. Come here, please. He, he, sounds, he, fine here, me, he yeah, sounds fine to me. He sounds fine to me too.
4: That'd yeah, I dare. turned it. I turned it down just because it was really loud last week, so hopefully that's a lot better right there. We'll see.
2: Mm. Don't screw this up, West Palm.
1: Don't <laughs> screw this up.
2: <laughs> hey, it's live. Deal
1: with it. Yeah. No. I don't have to. So Carnage Come right was voiced by Mike McFarland, and I gotta be honest. If I didn't know that he was voicing that role, I wouldn't have guessed it was him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it did sound rougher than usual.
0: Usually, Mike McFarland has a smoother voice. Did John in Attack on Titan.
1: Oh, yeah. The smoothness. Maybe I just wasn't expecting him to have such a deep voice because I've only really ever heard Mike McFarland do kind of higher voices, like Buggy the Clown and... His normal range. Huh. Good performance. Oh yeah. Zion, what did you think of this episode? I loved this episode a lot. I loved the insane
0: amount of buildups to the punch. Just the <laughs> entire episode was spent building up Carnage So He was going to go in rage mode. He was going to kick Saitama's ass. And then after this Beautiful, beautiful segment of animation. Just, he's fucking gone, man.
4: <laughs> hey, it is One Punch Man. Come on now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh what's great about the show is that, like, you think that would be the only joke, but it's not. And they don't really go back to that well a lot. And I just like all the little things in this episode, like the scientist and all his clones and how they're arguing amongst themselves and how the show doesn't really draw attention to it. It's just something you
1: see and laugh about in the background. And yet another Punch person Band is good, guys. with uh, a backstory, an elaborate backstory. <laughs> Everybody's got an elaborate backstory except for Saitama. <laughs> nope, nope,
4: that, that's don't get the joke. That.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not always politically correct.
4: That's for sure.
1: Mm. Shut up. No one asked you. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Mr. Jarrell, what were your thoughts?
2: Dude. It it was just funny to me, man, because I I just love the way Sonny He's just so freaking nonchalant about it. And the fact (laughs) that they thought he was full of bullshit when he talked about how he got so strong, man. Dude, that's how we do it down here in the South, man. You ain't going to get no air conditioner during spring training or summer training at all. It, and sometimes, dude, it ain't 100 push-ups. It's 200 push-ups, 200 sit-ups, 300 squats. And you pushing some. You pushing the coach truck uphill, man. Oh. God, man. Those that, that were the just days. Makes me,
4: that, that makes my legs hurt.
2: Oh. Oh, dude, you getting a full workout, man. Like, luckily I didn't go ball like Saitama doing this stuff, but, you know. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't do any suicides? Dude. Suicides was run- pushing that dang old truck up the hill. <laughs> well, you look at it, look here, if You was weak, man. Well, if the guys with you was weak, man, that truck was going back down the hill. That's but, ooh. you know, the thing is, one punch, man. It was just lovely, man. Saitama is my dude. Ball-headed and strong. One punch all the tape. Kind of like with some people their sex like. That's it. One punch done. <laughs> oh. Oh. I knew that was coming
1: It'll it. be done eventually uh, This wasn't even was a, a lewd it. episode I I can only wonder what he would have said about you Last week's episode
2: Oh god Oh dude I could have said that love mosquito she Could have sucked me dry man in more uh, ways uh,
1: <laughs> And there it is
2: And boom there goes the dynamite
1: Uh
3: caboose
1: Hey A different train of thought please
3: you, Shut up that. Stop with the puns <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know, um, I kinda wanna stay on this train.
3: I wanna get off of Mr. Bones Wild ride. Um
4: <laughs> Don't you mean like Uncle Durell's bad ride?
3: <laughs> no! <laughs> this is the ride called life. Um yeah, it was a really good episode. He's <laughs> just. Indeed. It's just amazing, like, how easy, like, how fast Saitama can click and just be like, oh, shit. There's a sale. Gotta get it. Gotta. Gotta get on it. He's got his priorities straight. He does have his priorities straight. I mean, he's a hero for fun. For fun. It's a hobby. That's right. That's,
1: could, that's it. He could drop a fight in any minute if he wants.
4: Are, are we sure yeah. it's a hobby?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Currently, yes, it is a hobby. It's I
4: what, just he want to see what he does because he's bored. I just want to see what he does for a living because that, that would be hilarious. Like he's just like behind a desk, like.
2: Fuel. He used to be a Japanese yeah. salary man.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't think he ever got to that so
1: cool. point. He just.
4: Oh, oh
3: wait! Maybe, I got it!
2: I got
4: he it! He just married. had a
3: lot of money saved up, maybe. Yeah.
4: No, he married an old widow, and then when she died, he got all of her money. There we go.
3: Huh? Well, uh. we're
1: adding to Life his could. non-existent backstory. <laughs> Sorry, I just. I has to do it.
3: Get what? out of here, deviant art.
1: Oh dear.
0: Oh god. <laughs> just let me type this up and put it on fanfiction.net. Don't worry, guys. No, no, I got no, this. No.
3: Stop it! Stop! Stop! <laughs>
0: And then Genos and Saitama kissed. The end.
4: I am reminded
1: of that because there's, there's been some great fan art that has Krillin and Android 18. Or oh, rather... Oh, I God.
2: Oh, <laughs> I've seen those. It's the Saitama I've seen...
1: and Genos fan art uh-huh. with, with Krillin and 18. hmm it's cute
3: it is cute
2: <sighs>
3: old limiter gotta give master some affection <laughs> <laughs>
1: somebody's gotta give him some sweet loving it's the only action right, Saitama's not getting probably
4: <laughs> uh, alright moving along now
1: mm, yeah well Paul uh, what were your thoughts
4: I don't really think I need to add anything more, actually. <laughs> oh,
1: okay.
4: I said it. I think everybody was... It, yeah. It's a good show. It's a hilarious show, and it has action. That's that's what I've been saying along, and it's it's doing pretty well.
1: I uh, I love how they're running to the facility, and Genos is like, I thought you would fly or something. He's like, Genos, people can't fly. <laughs> people can't do half the things you do, Satom.
2: So, <laughs> no. Seriously, man, if I had Saitama's strength, dude, I would be in Olympics right now.
1: <laughs> Armored gorilla trying to sound cool again. I know. <laughs> Admiral attempt.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: And uh, you gotta love Geno's just incinerating the eight-story building. And Saitama's like, oh, come on, man. That could have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely subverting your expectations of an eight-floor battle through a building. Nope. Gone. Gone. (laughs) I love this show.
2: It is. It's it's like, it's so entertaining. I mean, it doesn't necessarily take itself serious, but you get a good fight, though, man. And I just love his freaking nonchalant attitude about everything, man.
1: Oh my god. Telephone!
2: Yes, there we go. We knew it was yeah. going to happen. Telephone!
4: We knew it.
0: Can I take a shot for that? Yes. Yes.
4: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm on the podcast. Anyway,
4: it's Sketch's phone. Aw, oh, you bro. muted your mic. Uh...
3: Sketch's phone is Bay.
4: I was going to say call from
2: Darrell.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, not yet, you know. Maybe later.
4: Call from. Sexy Madam 213.
1: (laughs) Call from inside the house. (laughs) It's It's eel hamburger. Ooh, spoopy. (sighs)
4: Talk back before any more of that shenanigans help.
1: (sighs) Yep, it was bound to happen eventually. (laughs) All right, first talk back from Japheth and Craig. I love how Saitama peeled up the House of Evolution's cellar door from the ground like a lid to a yogurt cup.
2: <laughs> oh lord.
1: Indeed. Tsunami Gamer writes in, Mike McFarlane became AVA Unit 1. And now it suddenly <laughs> dawns on me why they had Mike McFarland voice that character. Because <laughs> he's the ADR director of the galleon movies. He also does go. the creature voices. Yeah. Might have been interesting if they got Spike Spencer for this role.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting, for real.
1: Yeah, but Mike did a great job, so yes, no man. qualms there. I mean, it's considering sure. he's writing the script, it's it's nice of them to throw a roll at him.
2: <laughs> it's like, wow, I get that voice act now, too? Thank you, guys. <laughs> I hate my life.
1: I'm pretty sure this is the first time he's been in a Los Angeles dub. Pretty sure.
2: Hey.
1: I like that. Yeah, that's
2: how we rolling on that.
1: And Rob Barracuda writes in, "Jeno's didn't come here to listen to jokes. Did he forget what show this is? <laughs> <clears throat>
4: Apparently he did.
1: A fair point.
4: Fair point. <laughs> I was waiting to hear Kamehameha.
2: I wish a motherfucker
4: would come here, man. Wait a minute. Is that all the talkbacks?
1: Uh, yeah, for One Punch Man. So, uh, uh, chat right now. Hit us up with a One Punch Man talkback right now. Do it. Yeah, like y'all I, suck,
3: man. Uh, 404, sense of humor not found.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go.
1: Beast well, nothing that people can say is possibly going to be funnier than the show itself, I suppose.
4: <laughs> Probably
1: not. What are you? Well, we are going to read a rather lengthy email about Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, so I think we're going to go straight to the other things on Toonami first. Uh, Among them, we got Dreams the Sequel. A, uh, A homily that is homaging the Dreams homily from way back when. A lot of folks felt like it was a little too corny, but I think it it has a good message. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was one of
0: the better Tom speeches since the revival. Uh, Over the show rundown, we kind of have this thing where we think oftentimes the more recent Tom speeches feel a little too young. But we all really liked it this week. Uh, We we thought it felt like it was on even talking field with us. It, It felt right. For a sequel it kind of takes the themes of the original music video and ages up a little so it says okay you're not you're no longer the boy with the endless possibilities before you where are you at now and how are you doing basically and uh, i can respect that
2: wow yeah. look at zion speaking for the you congratulations
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah
2: yeah, I, I think actually it works
1: talk really, really well thematically, because you know the the very things that they told you back when you were twelve or however old you were, they're still true.
2: Yeah.
4: it, it, it won't be long before I steal you from my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: for some people, man. Yeah. I I saw people chiming in on Twitter that night. I was like, man, that that made me feel a lot better about my current situation. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah.
2: I wonder how Jose felt about yeah. this, the dreams speech.
1: He actually <laughs> said that he was, he felt better about what he was going through. <laughs>
2: that is because you know, Darrell was on a retreat, so <laughs> I did not see much of what was being tweeted.
4: Was it was it a fapping retreat?
3: No,
2: drinking <laughs> retreat, you jackass. Uh, I got
4: They're
3: something. They're very connected. I got some yeah, yeah. stuff to add. Um, I was actually talking to Johnny Ray, the guy that, you know, cut it together, and, you know, I was saying, hey, great job on that promo, and, you know, he went on to say thanks. He was reading a lot of the comments about it. He's really glad that people are relating and appreciating it, and that's why he made it, because he felt the same way. And then we just went on, you know, tangents about Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You would. Hey, man.
1: And well, you got your face ass. This week, uh, you got a lovely tangent on Pokemon Go from Dana on her mobile. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, funny. Like, she was telling me she was working on one, like, uh, last week. Hmm.
2: Yeah. i put it to you like this Pokemon Go got Caboose's pasty ass up out of the house, man.
3: Pasty ass. Yes. So
2: I'm happy about that, man. Well, this used to be like a serious shut in back in the day.
4: Wait, wait, wait. Do you I mean, still have his wall? Because I feel like when he left, you probably snuck in. I tried
2: to, man, but, you know, I didn't have enough time, dude. I had to go and pee. And I think I tried to steal some alcohol somewhere. So. Go ahead, Caboose. Love you, Caboose.
3: <laughs> i mean, Pokemon Go's Great Way to Stay in Shape. Great Way to stay in Shape.
1: Okay,
3: then. Yeah, I mean... All the stuff I gotta say about Pokemon. So
1: is walking around Except without an app in front of your face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not in front of my face. Like I have it in my pocket, and if it vibrates, I'd be like, "Oh look, Bolt Picks, over there! Hey, give me!
1: Eh.
3: Don't you run away!" No, I I found a Snorlax the other day. I'm like, I swear to God, if this fat bastard runs away, I'm gonna be really confused. Dude, it's a Snorlax. He is
2: all <laughs> about to run.
3: That's the joke. Shut uh, up.
2: Don't correct me right
3: same now. Same with the s- slow poke.
2: Let me have my moment, Caboose. It's like trying to pull a fat man away from all you can eat buffet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't do now that. Now let me move away from this buffet.
3: <laughs> you can have your moment when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, sassy Caboose I'll get on that tonight. Note. Well, Kill me. It, it was nice knowing you, Caboose. <laughs> Come on. This is my Caboose. I'll do it. I'll put you on my day. I
3: welcome young. it. <laughs> okay, then.
1: Yeah, Jameson Craig writes in about Hunter Hunter. A hunter We're being targeted as he hunts. His target that's also hunting. And so on. It's Huntception. Gosh. Or as I put it, if you can catch a bird, you can catch a predator.
2: <laughs> <That laughs> I'm yes. Oh, I love that to catch a predator. I like you, and I want you.
1: <laughs> and Daryl's the predator. The easy way or the hard way.
2: <laughs> I'm hoping you prefer the hard way.
3: I miss Boondocks sometimes.
2: Why don't they <laughs>
1: bunt Boondocks at all? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, the last season kind of stunk, but. It generally tends to do pretty decent ratings, so the fact that they're not playing it at all is kind of a head-scratcher. Oh. Oh, well. I guess the
3: ratings haven't been too good for it.
1: Hmm. maybe. Just
3: can't find a good place to play. I
1: think (laughs) that they should put it on at, like, 3 or 3.30 right after tsunami. (laughs) Be a good time to put on. Currently, Rick and Morty is on at 3, and that is just fine. But I digress. Dark Anime Night writes in regarding Hunter Hunter. Kara definitely won the night with her peppy attitude and expressions. That was the uh, guide girl on Hunter Hunter. Hey, another female type person on Hunter Hunter. Who knew? Hey. That show's such a fun. <laughs> sausage yeah. Fest.
2: October Fest.
1: I uh, almost said sausage Sesh.
2: Sausage. I like that gold on um, finger. Uh huh. Yeah. Gold member. I like gold.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Josh Knighton writes in tuned into to ship it in late just to see emo Sasuke standing in the rain I have a feeling I miss Jack Squat that episode probably yeah
2: Jack shit is kind of there
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean isn't that
0: every episode of Shippuden
2: hi-oh <laughs> yeah. but on it's a like more
1: serious ed- note
2: it's oh, like the never ending filler
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a not dark podcast it's
1: filler right now it, well, in Japan it is. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> Eternal order. We're going to adapt three more books. Mm, someday. <laughs> <laughs> this from Cold Hearted Sniper. Because Naruto always tries to keep his promises. Now that's very true. And that's something that I actually very much like about Naruto. You know, he's. Part of his character is that he's very determined to keep his promises, so eventually, I'm sure he'll keep his promise to Sakura to bring Sasuke back. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Dude,
2: who wants to keep a promise to Sakura of all people, man?
1: Naruto does. cause he's a stand-up guy.
2: He needs to be a stand. Okay. I'm not gonna be mean like that. Yeah. Just kick out of the village. You have no use here. You're garbage, basically. Huh. Uh, more picture. Dude, a busted condom, uh, a busted condom is more useful than Sakura. <laughs> Alright, I'm taking the booze away. No, don't touch that. Bad touch, bad touch. That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, y'all, but, you know, I I know y'all missed the lewdness, man, so I got to come back in full form tonight.
1: (laughs) And we haven't even gotten to the part where the guy has a harem.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Damn
4: it, you spoiled it.
1: So let's get to that part.
4: All right. So is it time for some Gundam?
1: It is time for some Gundam.
4: All right, let's get into that. Right...
1: Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 8, The Form of Closeness. We see what happened at the end of last week's episode from the perspective of Orga's team and the Turbine's crew. Orga is ready to put Maruba out of his misery, but Naze steps in telling him that he doesn't need to waste bullets killing his former employer. He can see now that these are not your run-of-the-mill kids. The Turbines and Tekedin negotiate with Naze, but he only promises that he'll make an introduction to Tewaz. While talking to Naze, they realize that his entire crew is women, and every one of them has been pledged their love to him. There are even children, four of the different women in this harem. Atra and Kudelia visit some of the children in the nursery, while other members of Tekaden train in the mobile suit simulators or chat with the Turbine's crew. Naze, Orga, and Biscuit discuss selling off some of the unique items that they have acquired. Naze says it's possible, but he asks Orga if they're so strapped for cash, why he didn't take him up on his original offer, which would have gotten them all work. Orga conveys to him that separating Tekken isn't an option. Naze asks, <clears throat> asks if Orga is capable of handling the responsibility of guiding those kids, because an order from him could lead to their deaths. To that, Orga promises he would lay down his life for Tekken, but Naze rebukes him, saying that or- if Orga dies, then Tekken truly would fall apart. With Naze's help, Orga comes to realize that Tekken is more than comrades. They are actually a family and he is crushed by the fact that Naze treated him as a child rather than an equal. Later, Mika and Orga talk about the intense training that Mika has been receiving with the Turbine's pilots, and Mika says he figures if he doesn't keep training that one day he'd be left behind, but Orga assures him that he'd never do that to Mika because they're family. Yeah, any and all harem protagonists ever to exist... Bow before Naze. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> I re- Naze I re- is
2: my yo, dude.
4: I, I reiterate using Ben Diskin in a form of this.
2: <laughs> a pimp named Naze. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, man. Naze got that super pimp juice, man. I mean, that's some Gundanium type stuff. I think,
4: I, I think this is the calm version of that <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's,
4: just like, he's just like yeah i'm a pimp yeah i got 50 women what's wrong with that? oh yeah and all those children to... are mine that's right <laughs> i
0: think like, the what? show wants you to self-insert this, nausea <laughs> Dude,
2: <laughs> i'm working. talking about look here man all the chicks man that's like having your cake and being able to eat it too
1: man yep it's
2: i mean it's out
3: to feed.
1: hey it is hey but he doesn't seem to be hurting for money exactly man he dude he got money He good yeah
2: dude plus they capable of earning their own too man that's true i'm talking about look at the chick with the scar man i'm gonna yo, dude that's the chick right there the main chick yeah i was like i want a piece of that man big, <laughs> boob, big boobs and a
1: sexy scar man space mijiko mm. yeah, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> dude
4: you ran my mind man you ran my Oh, the minute I saw her, I went, oh, God, darrell has got a boner. No, dude, I had a gun boner.
2: Oh, God.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> oh that was clever. Uh, I
0: didn't need that fun. mental image.
2: I <laughs> worry about it, dude. It comes with a space crane. Oh, God. <laughs>
4: uh, uh. <laughs> hmm. And Scion <Cyan> just died. Well, <laughs>
0: yeah, they Mind, Jesus.
4: <laughs> oh, poor Zion, man. <laughs> and Zion for will forever forget about the tsunami faithful
2: podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that's got to be burning his mind tonight. Oh my God, cranes, cranes everywhere.
0: I'm going back to the show rundown. They don't mentally scar me there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to Mars with love, baby. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm done. Well, I thing is interesting uh orga's reaction to his conversation with nazi he, he kind of chokes up here and there and uh, i guess he never really thought about it before but yeah it is it's a family it's a brotherhood it's it's more than just friends or comrades or fellow soldiers what he wants to protect his family
0: yeah, this, that's kind of why I, that's kind of why I like this episode of IBO. I think it gave us a new perspective on Orga. He's the leader, yeah, but he's still a kid and has a lot to learn. And that's something the show hasn't really pointed out this far. And up until this point, he's kind of been the adult figure. So seeing him treated in a more childish light is interesting eh. and uh, gives him more layers. I think
1: he kind of gets cut down a little bit. He does. <laughs> He He made them realize
2: just how inexperienced he is as a leader. I mean, yeah, yeah, what she was doing on Mars during that time, yeah, it worked for right then and there. But, you know, Naze's been around a whole lot longer, man, and he knows the game way better. So, you know, he had to kind of let, you know, let Orga know, like, look here. If you die, that means everything is going to fall apart because basically Orga is the keystone. If you pull up the keystone... Everything else falls apart. Right. That's just how it works. You and know, I like even. It. Go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry. No, keep going.
2: You know, being like in a position of leadership, like if the top guy goes and you don't have anybody else to step up, trust me, everything goes into confusion and chaos. If you don't have anybody to step up and with Teganan right now, or is the only person that can step up because I mean, Mika is just a freaking muscle and biscuit is the brain's. But you got Orga, that's the guy that pulls everything together. That's the heart. So you got to look at it like that.
4: Okay.
1: Well, we have just a couple of talkbacks here. A very long email. Yes.
2: (laughs) It's not loaded in my brain. Oh, brother.
4: (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a thing all night.
2: Oh, God. Shut up, Paul.
1: Dark Anime Night writes in, Orger got a rude awakening when he found out about the harem king and his waifus.
2: Dude, that sounds like a band.
1: <laughs> the harem, harem king, king and his like- waifus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what Issei wants to call his band. On high school TXD. <laughs> Inuyashasan87 writes in, If Naze had to pay child support, he'd be broke. as we already discussed dude's loaded (laughs) so no worries there but uh man i mean he's got a rather interesting situation with the sister wives going on there but uh yeah yeah, if he ever got a divorce (laughs) (laughs) multiple divorces (laughs)
2: Let's not go there. Let's just move on. <laughs> well, marriage is the number one cause of divorce.
1: We, uh... Oh. oh, my God. Oh
2: we're screwed. Okay.
1: All right, and uh, Lord Terminals is probably what we're all thinking. You know what's funny? Nase just revealed his massive harem and children in front of Kirito and Asuna. <laughs> Ouch. seriously dude oh Oh, what's that you have one fake daughter that's adorable
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got the real thing (laughs) yep alright let's get to this
4: massive email
1: that's uh, this email from the phantom killer who is actually in the chat right now so uh, I'll try not to F it up
4: (laughs) do it anyway Ah. we'll send Darrell after you
1: fun all right here we go hey guys thanks for taking the time to read my thoughts on iron blooded orphans i hope after you guys read this you might have a different opinion about iron blooded orphans a clearer one so i'm watching the show as it airs i'm eight episodes in and one aspect that i like about the show and i feel you don't talk about enough with this show is the theme of brotherhood like the movie four brothers i feel this show isn't meant to be a mindless action flick. Gundam isn't Transformers. I want to make that very clear. It's a character-driven story that follows the struggles of Tekken and what it means to be war orphans who are trying to survive in an unforgiving world. When I hear people say, OMG where's the action? I want to see robots hitting each other blah blah blah. I get a little annoyed because I feel some people don't understand that Iron-Blooded Orphans is trying to ease people into these characters because chances are characters like Shino Akihiro, Biscuit, Dante, Chad, Takai, Tataki, Takaki, and Yukinojo are going to die very horrible deaths. So the show is giving you a reason to be invested in these characters. In other words, this is all set up for something big to happen. Another aspect that was shown in last week's episode that I feel you guys should bring up is Orga is no Kamina. He's not perfect, and he doesn't have the answers to everything. He's still learning as a leader. Nase made it very clear that if Orga did anything stupid to get one of his members of Tekken killed, Orga would regret that forever. It's something I very much appreciate. I also remember one of you guys early back in June calling Mikazuki a Sasuke character, but he is nothing like that. He at first kind of seems like a typical emotionless protagonist or something, but he comes across just a bit different to me. He still remains pretty thoughtful to other people and social cognizant, even if he doesn't express it typically. Emotionless seems to be the wrong word, because to me, that implies he doesn't understand the feelings of other people, or that he doesn't care, and neither of those seem to be true. He's not selfish or self-centered. In episode 6 alone, he took genuine interest in what Kedulia had been doing as he passed her in the hallway, even though he was already occupied. He noticed Orga was a bit fatigued and asked him if he was tired. Orga returned the consideration. He reassured Atra that he is going to be okay because he's wearing her bracelet, and he openly affirmed his trust in Orga's decision-making. So when I hear you guys call him that, a Sasuke type, I have to say something because he is nothing like Sasuke. You guys have to understand, most Americans nowadays don't have very high attention spans. They don't want to be thinking about the shows they watch. They want things happening right away. To me, shows like that will never be remembered as good shows because they have no thought or effort put into them. Iron-Blooded Orphans, to me, is a show that, so far, does have effort. And where there are battles, there is meaning behind them. Again, I want to reiterate what I said last time. This isn't Transformers, this is Mobile Suit Gundam. In other words, this is a war story about people who have ideals and people who fight in those wars. Don't believe me? Look at the origin movies that have come out. Thus far, not one of them has had a Mobile Suit fight. And every one of them has made over 52,579,200 yen. That alone should speak volumes of what the franchise is about. Anyways, thanks for taking the time to read my long message, and keep being awesome. Woo! Speaking of attention
3: spans, if you survive that...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of um, feel bad for
3: Ellie. Who the hell called Mikazuki a I wannabe don't, Sasuke? I
1: don't know. I, I can't think of who did that. I,
2: can't remember. I never called him a wannabe uh, Sasuke.
3: Was it Allison? Maybe. Probably. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna point fingers. Let's say it was Colt. <laughs>
1: Let's blame Colt. Okay. Yeah,
3: cold. Right. Here we go. Oh, so, uh,
4: <laughs> uh, I can actually kind of answer this because, well, I've been on. I've been, in, you know, watching *Tsunami* since it started. So, um, *Gundam Wing*, if everybody remembers, is kind of in the same realm as this one. There really wasn't. There were episodes that didn't have action, and there were episodes where it did have action and it was a good balance to where people weren't trying to like stab themselves and like like, bail out of the series, so to speak. Um, And this one's actually starting to turn. It looks like it's turning into something like that because, well, there's going to be a season two of it. So, you know, this could be possibly a 50 episode series, possibly close to that. Yeah. That's
1: what it's looking to be.
4: So, you know, this is, you know, this is starting to look like another Gundam wing in in a sense. So, I mean, it's not a G Gundam where, like, every single episode there's some kind of action, okay? Don't get me wrong, that was a very popular anime, and it was a very popular Gundam, might I add. But, you know, yeah, we us older Toonami faithful understand that. So we're not expecting this to be like... Oh, he killed like 50 people this episode. Oh, he killed like 40 people this episode. No, we're not expecting action in every single one of them. Gundam does the story right. I should say Bandai does the story right, but the Gundam series, they do, for the most part, the story right. So, you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from that, honestly.
1: Right. Most Gundams are a soap opera for (laughs) Lack of right. better terms.
4: Exactly.
1: A space soap opera. And exactly. on, honestly, yeah, there certainly are some people that are, are kind of annoyed at Gundam IBO for not having more mobile suit fights, but that's not really my issue per se. Like, I've seen other Gundam series that have less mecha battles and found them more compelling. I don't know. I'm just not that interested in these characters unfortunately uh there's there are some good ones i you know i actually like mikazuki because he's different he's interesting he's not typical uh i mean biscuit biscuit's great he's fine orga is growing at this point you see the other sides to him but like uh the a lot of the other characters are kind of non-existent which is unfortunate because I when I look at Gundam Wing and that show is kind of bad and hammy but it focused on multiple pilots and did it well for the most part so that was something that was really engaging there and uh, other Gundams have done that but I like I like the original mobile suit Gundam and even though Amaro's a whiny kid, it was a compelling story, and you got some good stuff with the uh, antagonist. That's the other thing. The antagonist so far kind of. eh. <laughs> you need, like, an interesting villain to hook some people. Uh, I guess maybe I'm along those lines. But, like, uh, what I've seen of Gundam The Origin is fantastic. It's, it's great world building and all of that. And I feel like there's a lot of wasted potential in Gundam IVO overall. I mean, I've seen the whole show. But up to this point, uh, I mean, it's it's still pretty good. It it's, it's certainly not bad, and it's by far not the worst Gundam I've seen. But it just doesn't grab me that much, and I, I don't know. I'm glad that other people like it. That's great. I want it to do well. I think it
4: will. I, I mean, it has been doing well. So, I mean, something to be said about that. I think I think like a lot of people are kind of starting to catch on that Toonami actually has a Gundam, so we're starting to see. I want to say more like old Toonami fans tune in because they want to find out what this is all about, you know. So and you know it doesn't help hu- it doesn't hurt that One Punch Man is before it. So.
1: <laughs> no, that certainly doesn't hurt. I think nope. uh, One Punch Man's gonna carry things pretty well for the next. Nine weeks. (laughs) Not not too much to worry about there. Nope. Uh, Brought in Scion because he he actually rather is enjoying Gundam IVO thus far. So uh, tell us your thoughts, Scion.
0: Uh, Well, I actually agree with some of what's here. Uh, I do think Orga is a very well-done character. At the same time, I think most people know that Iron-Blooded Orphans is not Transformers, and it's not all... Action. And as someone who likes Iron Blooded Orphans, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. A lot of people, they just don't like how the show is showcasing its characters and the plot progression. It's done in a very roundabout way. Uh, Every new scene in media, whether it be novels, movies, television series, should offer you something new to grab onto, whether it be about the setting, the characters, or the events unfolding. Iron-blooded orphans likes to you go on the merry-go-round a lot and it restates things and really likes to place a lot of emphasis on them when they've already had uh, – have been emphasized. Uh, we've had about five or six scenes within the past several weeks now <laughs> where – Yes. <laughs>
4: Sorry, but yes.
0: Number two. Keep going. <laughs> I'm going to take another shot for that. Um, uh, we've had about five or six scenes within the past – few weeks now, that have pretty much existed to emphasize Orga and Kazuki's relationship in how they pretty much always want to prove to each other that they're there for decadent and they're for one another, but that's been restated so many different times. And then you have characters like Cordelia, whose motivation, while made clear, is also kind of vague in a very existential way. And I think it can get frustrating for an audience who just wants to see the show continue with its plot because oftentimes the characters are lounging around in space and the plot really isn't progressing. That being said, I do love the quieter episodes of IBO. I, I like the character developments. I like the character progression. I just think it doesn't do that In a way that can hook a majority of people, and again, that can be frustrating.
1: Can't put that any better myself. Uh, Yeah, particularly with Cadelia, like for the longest time, like, she's constantly, woe is me, I can't do anything, I can't do anything, I can't do anything. Eventually, you know, she does something, but honestly, I don't find her that compelling. She's uh, kind of like, she she she's not as bad as Relina, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> but she's uh, pretty not good. <laughs> but it, it is cute when she, like, gets embarrassed around Mikazuki.
2: <laughs> sexual that is, that tension. Is. Sexual tension. She <laughs> that sexual tension.
1: Oh, God. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Oh, Lord. And uh, regarding... Orga not being like Kamiya. well, Kamya was <laughs> anything but perfect. He was, uh, he was mostly talk, to be honest. He was a really good yeah, motivational little... speaker. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he made a lot of mistakes. He yeah. you no, know, he didn't live long enough to learn from his <laughs> mistakes, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I guess Dude. the thing about on is that people is that the show didn't really get the size. The whole Kamya was they didn't one time in one particular scene but for the most part people take kamina seriously when uh, i think simone's the one you need to take seriously and
2: uh people took kamina serious when he died
0: yeah i think the thing about orga is that he's kamina if kamina was given more time to develop and breathe and breathe in quite a literal sense because kamina is no longer breathing uh
1: uh, but <laughs>
0: yeah rip uh, out my heart why don't you <laughs> so uh, that's why I do like Orga uh because if this was Gurren Lagon, he and I love Gurren Lagon with all my heart and soul it's amazing but if this was Gurren Lagon, uh you know Orga would be treated as Kamina and as such and uh but no this is kind of showing his repercussions of things and how he isn't and it does put emphasis on how he isn't always perfect, and I like that. I think it's compelling.
1: I don't think the show does a whole lot of showing Orga's more vulnerable side, which is kind of unfortunate. But you know, the little patches that you get here and there are really good. Yeah, yeah
2: those are nice gems.
1: I can't wait till he meets a certain older lady.
2: Ooh. <laughs> That's oh, do behave?
1: Trust um, in
2: me, I do have a space base.
4: Huh, so oh, I, I wonder who
1: they're going to cast for her. All yeah.
4: right. Well, let's get to, before we read, the other email we got today. Uh,
1: was it today or was it
4: it's been there for a while?
1: Uh, it was fairly recently.
4: Okay. Well, let's get to the Tumblr questions. Some of these, yes, are on the stupider side. Some of these are just going to be quick answers. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> so we will let's start with the first question it comes from ron the genius on tumblr he asks will dbz super come to tsunami after dbz kai finish finishes is what it's supposed to say it's run
1: the answer is we don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's now, mystery.
4: the reason i kept this one in there is because while we don't know what's coming involving Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super or whatever. Um, We did get that little wonderful picture from Jason Douglas on his Instagram that is no longer there of uh, it looked like he was recording beers. So while we can't say that we know anything, I could probably take a guess that they might have the rights and are starting to record. But this I think is this, only speculation, people. this is only Nothing speculation. Nothing
3: has officially been announced yet.
4: And I'm just going to say this: I'm glad that we're going to New York Comic Con because I have a feeling if it's going to be announced, it will be announced there.
3: So <laughs> take me with you.
4: <laughs> I wish I was going. But yeah. let's let's move on to the next question. This comes from one of our bigger fans on Tumblr. Uh, his name is Bigutaku, and uh, his question is. is What has been going on with the podcast? Why is it so far back in date? Is there any way we can help to make sure it gets back to current episodes and news?
1: We're not that far back now. Nope. We're (laughs) actually caught up. up. Sort Uh, of. Yeah, sort of. We are caught up as of this moment because I actually got the other episode out before we started recording this, and hopefully I'll have this one up sometime tomorrow before tsunami. And that's kind of how it's gonna go when we do a live show. Uh, if we right. don't do a live show, we'll try to get the episode out before, like, Friday. Kind of, kind of depends. <laughs> we Work's picking we up again, issue, and yeah, life is uh, life.
2: Life is shitty. Let's just say it. <laughs> life is a bitch, and then you die. Life is busy, to Yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling it like it
1: is, man. I don't think I've heard that version of that saying.
4: (laughs) Okay. So, next question comes from Lop Lop UU. I don't know why, but that's his name. Sounds like a porno.
1: Yeah, it does.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's UU Blow. Oh! Oh, Wait, what what is that hashtag? um, What were you using today's sketch?
3: Savage, <laughs> sketch? Savage, savage sketch. Savage sketch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: we you go. set that
1: one up perfectly. I just, I had to pounce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had to pounce. Yeah,
2: so this will be called
4: Savage sketch. sketch from now on. <laughs> but anyways, let's get to the question. So, I think he was supposed to say toonami here. He said something different, but I'll just insert toonami Hello, hello there, long time tsunami fan. I just wanted to know what happened. What happened to the schedule? Before Tsunami was off the air, it was midnight to 6 a.m., now it's 11 to 3. Why did it get cut so short?
1: Huh. How old is that yeah. question?
4: Um, this one's recent, actually.
1: Hmm. Well, uh, unfortunately, they lost the, uh, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. time frame because of, uh, various things mostly old reruns not holding up on multiple view which is understandable and uh, unfortunate so I don't really see us getting uh, much of that time frame back if ever <laughs> no not at all but at least uh, we started at 1130 now
4: that's true. All right, so the next three are anonymous questions, so I don't think it's from the same person because it doesn't sound like it, but whatever. Well, the okay. first two do kind of sound like it, but... Don't worry, I'd
2: berate them anyway.
4: Okay, so first question. Shame. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure Caboose will love this one. Uh-oh. Intruder 3 seems like a waste of money. Why does Tsunami keep pushing this?
2: Shut up about Intruder being a waste of money. <laughs> oh dick
1: mm. i don't know intruder 2 seemed to do pretty well for them i mean it kind of raised the whole night on most of the nights it aired it
4: yeah i would say well first of all here's, here's one thing that we kind of know um and, it, and it's more of an assumption than knowing but you know it's it's not going to be as big as intruder 2 so
3: it is not no
4: so we can take that out of the equation so don't expect like intruder
3: to spectacular things
1: now yeah, it's sharing I mean, its budget with the micro series
3: yep so again like it's a completely different budget if you're worried about the budget being like shared with like you know getting show acquisitions you can you know stop worrying right there because they're different exactly um
4: and everything seems to have its, its own separate budget too it, so
3: mm-hmm. it, i mean whether you think it's a waste is you know your opinion but uh just saying it, boost it's, it's i think it's great i mean hey you know people have been wanting ties for like a long time and we're finally getting some i mean i don't really see them doing anything else after intruder 3 i mean maybe they might finally do lockdown phase 2 I don't know. that would be <laughs> odd but uh you know really i just feel like intruder 3 is just them getting the ship but, I mean, there could be something else to it. That's, but, maybe we get a know, new Tom. Who knows? I mean, anything's possible, although.
4: I mean, with that budget, I don't think they would get a new Tom, but who knows?
3: Yeah, mm. I mean, but really, mm. don't want to really discuss it any further, that, because, okay. uh, just. Get into a completely different podcast.
1: But uh, my anime waifu in the chat uh, points out something r- rather important. Anything that is sponsored isn't a waste of money. No, not at all.
2: Right. Way to go, bro! Way to call and it out, bro.
4: that's the thing. Like, sure. That's another thing. Like this is obviously kind <laughs> a sponsor behind it too. So,
3: it, was it confirmed that intruder three is also sponsored?
4: I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a guess
3: that part that's, of it might.
1: Probably gonna be the case.
4: Yeah. I
1: mean, mean, we have absolutely no information regarding that, but I have a hard time believing them not getting it sponsored.
4: Yeah, same thing. It's like all we've gotten so (laughs) far. Probably gonna be
1: uh, teaser. That was it. Same.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Adult Swim keeps dipping back into the uh, truth. (laughs) Well.
3: (laughs) Well, hey, 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 if they want to give money, I'm for it. It's they're two different campaigns. True. There's the mm-hmm. truth and the ugly truth. They're different.
4: All right, next question. So, Cats. and again, this is this is anonymous again. Uh, One Punch Man looks great, but the dub sounds awful. Who dubbed this? Anti Filmworks. Fucking wheel. Shut the hell up. That's <laughs>
1: <true>. <laughs> That'd That'd be be great. <laughs> what are you talking about?
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Man, you know what? I get so freaking tired of Weaboo's talking about, oh, the sub is just so much greater than the dub. You know what? People like what they like,
1: so shut up. You can like the sub. That's fine. But it's all relative. But don't dog on people who watch the dub <laughs> because that's what they prefer or the only way that they can see it. You know, watch whatever you want. We're all enjoying the same show. Can't we enjoy it together? What you mean, actually having fun and liking
4: no,
0: things? Oh it's man, what a concept! We're anime fans. We hate everything.
2: It's
1: yeah. Yeah. It is not dubbed by Sentai Filmworks. It is dubbed by BangZoom for Viz Media. The
2: thank you, God, baby.
1: It is very well done. The script is handled by Mike McFarland, who usually does Funimation shows. So that's interesting. And Chris Kaysen, who used to work for Funimation, is now over in Los Angeles, and he is handling the uh, dub directing. And it's a great cast. Max Middleman is killing it as Saitama. Exactly. And all the stuff amusing.
2: God, your <laughs> mic is terrible.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's really only bad on the live stream, I've noticed. Yeah. I don't know okay. why
3: weird uh.
4: alright let's get to the last question so in this one this one's going to be pretty quick uh, did Adult Swim say that the new season of Samurai Jack will be its last
1: they did
3: I mean yeah
1: it's it's the cool final 10 way. episodes of Samurai Jack
3: yep
4: so, uh, yeah, that's it for those Tumblr questions.
1: And we don't know when it's going to air, but it might not be until next year. Early next year.
3: Yeah. If they're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it
2: on.
3: All right.
1: So, we also have an email from Arturelia, who I believe was, or at least might be in, in chat. No.
3: I'm on the wrong order.
1: Hello, Tsunami Faithful Podcasts. Every time you enter an episode, you ask for us to give you advice, so I have a couple of suggestions. Thank you. (laughs) One, I might as well get the less important part out of the way first, but it bothers me when you guys call some people names, the ones who write in about episodes and maybe what they say annoys you. Sometimes I think that might get them offended, and they might not want to follow you anymore, though I do agree that people that say dubs are bad are annoying. Case in point, earlier in this podcast.
2: (laughs) Look here, dude. People enjoy me abusing them. That's why they do this. Do you not understand? People laugh at when I do this to them. Look at Paul. I abuse him all the time, and he's still fine with it. Ain't that right, you skank? Wait, wait. Let me put my sword away. Yes, yes. I'm fine with it. Damn right. You better be fine with it.
3: (laughs) You better put that fedora away as well.
1: I mean, I feel like we should somewhat address this. I, The last thing we want to do is add to the toxicity of Toonami fandom, which, quite frankly, can get pretty brutal. Uh, yeah, it's all in good fun. We never mean to hurt anybody's feelings.
2: If I've hurt anybody's feelings, fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i so not helping the case right now.
2: Yeah, you're not helping
4: the case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I steal Darrell? We love
4: him on our podcast. No. <laughs> I already <laughs> stole him <fair> and Square. <laughs> so, when did we start? You We <laughs> can start tonight, man. You're all hired. right. All right. I, I didn't, didn't want to raise. do this. I didn't want to do this, but Darrell, I'm sending you a bunch of booze. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Simon, he got me.
3: Oh yeah, man, we can't afford that.
1: Send him <laughs> booze and anime and keep him content.
3: Pay yeah. him in walls. Yeah. Wall- <laughs> you want
2: Oh brother! Oh man! <laughs> Move on to the next part of
3: this. Yeah.
1: So, kind of reiterating, I suppose. Uh, the second suggestion is, I really think you guys should upload your podcast every Friday or Saturday just before Tsunami, instead of waiting a week or two weeks to put it up, because by then the new episodes have come and gone. I don't know if you got the memo, but that is the plan.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: and here's the thing i know it doesn't really service the people who listen to the podcast during the middle of the week on their commute to work or whenever and i'm sorry about that i wish that we could get it out sooner but because of circumstances that kind of doesn't work out so the most i can promise you is to try my darndest to make sure that it goes up before the next tsunami. And uh, And hopefully you can listen live. And now, I know not everybody can listen live. That's completely understandable. But uh, we're glad that at least some of our dedicated listeners can listen live and can catch these conversations before tsunami, just in case uh, things come up. But I will do my best to make sure that the podcast comes out before the next tsunami, So these things are still relevant. (laughs) <laughs> but I firmly believe, even though the recast may not be relevant, that most of the other conversations are relevant for longer than a week <laughs> we I would all. hope. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll try to be better about that. We're okay. sort of kind of caught up as of this moment. So
2: I'm just trying to a drunker.
1: No more <laughs> being behind two weeks. That was yeah. unfortunate, but uh, got busy. Don't
2: worry about it. Sketch got a thorough paddling for being late, people. Emory resources wins again.
1: Oh, my hiney. <laughs> yes.
2: You got you give a whole new meaning to Red Bottom, babe. <laughs> oh, lovely. <sighs> yeah. So, uh,
1: I guess we can get out of here.
4: Yeah. I guess, I guess we can.
1: We uh we had some cues and we kicked some a. Mm. Can we get some tea with that?
4: Oh god. <laughs> Anyways, so as Sketchhead alluded to, the last episode that we did live is out. It was out during the afternoon today, so if you haven't caught that, it is out. Is on all of our feeds. Um. But uh, let's get into the house cleaning. You can email us as usual, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Again, that is only podcast-related things, so if you want to give us your feedback and your talk back, you can do it there. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. All you have to do to get us on those two services is search the term Tsunami Faithful Podcast, and you should be able to get us on both of those. We also have a SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash TsunamiFaithfulPodcast please if you can follow us there uh i believe we're over 450 now so if you guys could keep doing that that'd be great i would love to see us over like 500 people followers uh and again if you guys can't if you don't want to use itunes or stitcher this is where you can download it and you can listen to the podcast obviously you can like it there and you can also comment as you're listening to the episode we'd love to hear those kinds of things so please do that uh so you can like us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, at podcast, And you can tumble with us on Tumblr, where we answer questions sometimes on the podcast, ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. And as usual, if you've missed any of the episodes of the podcast, you can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the old episodes From episode 1 all the way up to this one, which is episode 209, I believe, correct? I think? But whatever. And, of course, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. You guys can help us out. Uh, Please do donate to us. Uh, The money does go a long way to uh, helping run the site and the podcast, so please do if you can. Again, that's patreon.com slash podcast. And as I said last week, and I will say again, if you want to get one of our shirts, it is permanently up on redbubble.com right now. All you got to do is search "Tsunami Faithful Podcast, and the shirt should come up. Uh, different colors of shirts. I think it goes all the way up to 4XL. So if you want to get a shirt, that's the best way to do it right now. Again, it's redbubble.com and search "Tsunami Faithful Podcast. All right, so let's get on out of here. I guess we'll start with Scion. Where can they find you, sir?
0: Oh, well, you can find me at uh, Scion Santeria on Twitter. And you can find our Twitter account, Show Rundown, at Show Rundown. And what else? Oh, you can find us on ToonamiFaithful.com, hosted on podcast.toonamiFaithful.com. Those guys are wonderful. (laughs) Those guys are 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 assholes.
4: (laughs) And you have a Facebook page.
0: Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, like us on Facebook at Toonami Show Rundown. There you go. Oh, man.
4: You almost forgot this stuff, Zion. See, see, I this know, is why this was... is why we need to get you on here. We need to teach you these skills.
1: This yeah. is true. Steven <laughs> usually does it for me.
4: Paul has a very
1: particular set of skills. I do. And they mostly involve plugging podcasts.
2: Exactly. <laughs> well, I thought it was just him being a dick. And I hey, hey, up. hey, hey, hey.
4: I am also a manager now, so... There you go, but anyways, Caboose, where can they find you, sir?
3: Uh, in my room. Again, <laughs> um, into his
4: damn wall. <laughs> I was gonna say splattered all over his wall, but go on.
3: Ooh. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr at uh Junior, and uh, I'm thinking about starting a new podcast myself. What's yeah, up. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be uh, the, the the Fish Center Live podcast where all I do is talk about Fish Center Live. Tiny gaboos, bitch and um, flush blue, please. He's <laughs> a jerk. The eel hamburger.
2: That's it.
4: All <laughs> right, Darrell, where can they find you?
2: Oh well. Hmm. Lots of places these days on top of women. Never mind, let me quit tripping. Uh, you can find me at ukami samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also follow me on nasia rojo adonasi at twitter.com. And if you want to send me any e- emails, you can do that at derailmedox at com. Okay, and
4: Sketch, where can they find you, sir?
1: You can find me on Twitter at sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch nineteen eighty-four. And if you have any suggestions or comments regarding the podcast, you can direct to direct those to either of the emails podcast at tunamifaithful.com or sketch at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where could they find you? In a trash can.
2: I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Banging on a trash can. Hey, you, had,
4: you had to do that shit live, didn't you? <laughs> that was it. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pasquillo.
1: Bring, bring.
4: You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Paul Pasquillo, and of course you can ask me questions. It's Ask.fm Paul Pasquillo. And you can hear me on another podcast. It's Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, search for that on iTunes and Stitcher as well. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. So that's where you can find that other podcast. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week's live episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Thank you guys for listening each and every week and sticking with us. Uh, we got a lot of great things to come, as we usually say. But just stay tuned because. We haven't forgot about you guys. We got some interviews coming, so. But that's it for this week. Peace. We're out.
2: Deuces!